You are tuned in to Awaken Radio with Connie Chapman. To listen to more episodes, go to ConnieChapman.com or subscribe on iTunes. Hi everyone, it's Connie here and welcome back to another episode of Awaken Radio. It is awesome to be back here with you. I love our chats and I love being able to just get on here and share with you things that are inspiring me and things that I'm uh, working on and thinking about at the moment. And uh, that's very much what today's episode is going to be. It's going to be very reflective of some recent insights and realizations that I had. And I'm still really processing them. So I, um, I'm still very much sharing from the space of being in it. And I thought that's really cool. Why not jump on the podcast and really speak from that space? I feel really inspired today to talk about stepping into our power and how we click out of living in quite a victim-based, disempowered way and how we really start to reclaim our power and step back into our power so that we can feel in charge of our lives, in charge of ourselves and our emotional well-being so that we can feel strong and confident and so that we can start to really move forward to everything that we want because it's not possible to do that when you're living in victim energy and the realization that I've had recently is that sometimes we're living in this energy and we don't even know. Um, I'm going to share some stories with you today about some realizations that I've had around how I was still really giving my power away to my circumstances and not fully owning my power to show up and create the life that I want. So this has all really come to a head for me and really come into my mind as this amazing clarity based on a few experiences I had recently and I want to share more about them uh, with you today. One of them being a workshop that I've literally just finished. So I was in a training program over the weekend uh, with Preston Smiles and Alexi Panos, and their workshop was called The Bridge Experience. And I'm literally recording this at 9am on Monday morning, and the workshop ran all of Saturday and all of Sunday, you know, 8am to 8pm on both days. So I'm, I'm really sort of fresh out of it. And what was really illuminated to me over the weekend was where I was still living as a victim. And I want to share my realizations with you in the hope that it might illuminate some things for you too and might help you see what's going on for you and some patterns of behavior that you're running. So when we live in a victim energy, and I've really just been pondering this this morning, what this kind of feels like. When we live in the victim energy, we feel very disempowered. We don't feel like we have choices, options. We don't feel free. We often feel very stuck. We feel very small energetically. We find ourselves holding back a lot, hesitating a lot, uh, not moving forward, and ultimately just not getting the results that we want in our life. So there's sort of this very small, constricted, stuck energy, and there's a lack of all the beautiful, abundant, fulfilling, um, amazing manifestations and creations that we want to see in our lives. 
And we're also not following through on a lot of the actions that we want to be taking for ourselves. So we're not really showing up and we might be saying we want to do things, but we're out of integrity with our word and we're not doing them. And then we have a whole host of reasons, excuses, and justifications as to why we can't do it, or it's too hard, or it's not going to work, or it's impossible, or we're not capable of it, or the world is against us, or we're not supported, whatever it is. We don't have the money, we don't have the time, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's when all that is going on. So when we're living in our power, we're really clear and committed on what we want. We're really clear on what we want and we're really committed to it and we don't let anything stop us. We create a mindset that supports and empowers us to move forward and we're just we're building momentum, we're expanding, we're taking action, we're creating, right? So I want you to look at the areas where you feel stuck, where you feel small, where you feel restricted, where you notice yourself not following through, where you're out of integrity with your word, where you're not getting the results that you want. Yeah, we want to look at all those areas. And so where I had this big realization and and how this had been playing out for me was literally this is something that started when I was about four years old. And I was really lucky to come into a space with Preston um, at the workshop where he held space for me to move through something really big, which was this decision that I made um, as a child at age four when my little sister, who was two at the time, began having uncontrollable epileptic seizures, became really sick, um, and life became really stressful and heavy and um, hard. And I, I lost my parents pretty much. I completely lost them. You know, one minute the world was all about me. The next minute I was invisible. And I took on this really big victim energy around this time and this whole set of storylines around I can't have what I want. And no matter how hard I try, I still can't have it. So all I wanted was a happy family. All I wanted was my sister to be well. All I wanted was my parents to be calm and happy and at peace. All I wanted was their love and attention. But no matter what I did, I couldn't get it. I couldn't change what was unfolding around me. So I started creating this storyline as a child that I just can't have what I want and that I that even if I work really, really hard and I'll try really hard, like with mom, I tried so hard to get her attention. With my sister, I dedicated my whole life to trying to heal her and teach her. I tried to make everyone in my family happy, you know, and I worked so hard and I still couldn't get what I wanted. And so I started to take on this really like defeatist energy of why even try, why even bother, it's not going to work, it's all too hard, Um, you know, it's never about me, I'm not special, I'm not loved, I'm invisible, and just like heavy, sad, victim-y energy. And that was really illuminated in this healing session that I did with Preston, and I I first had to, and what he guided me through was first really acknowledging the trauma of that little four-year-old girl. I mean, I'm not trying to make her wrong, but then recognizing how I had allowed, you know, for 30 years on from that, the same pattern to still play out. 
and that there'd been a lot of places in my life and I want to show you what how this was playing out for me and you'll maybe see how this was playing out for you where I had all of these reasons and justifications and excuses as to why I couldn't have what I wanted it always felt like in my mind the world was against me that at every turn the world was giving me a barrier a block a roadblock and and it was so hard for me and i had this story like it's so easy for everyone else but it's so hard for me and you know everyone else has so much support everyone else has a partner and a home and a home office and maybe like a family that supports them financially and and all and you know maybe they're really beautiful and in my mind the more beautiful you are the easier your life is whatever and so i was telling myself all these stories that i could justify hiding, playing small, not showing up for what I wanted. Um, and, and I was still, you know, placing blame on my sister. I was still blaming my sister's illness for why I couldn't have what I wanted at age 34. (laughs) You know, so I realized all of this. And, and as I'm telling you the story, I want you to really think about where, yeah, maybe you had some trauma and some pain and some wounding from your younger years, but where are you still letting that hold you back? And where are you still almost using it as your excuse where you don't have to fully show up for your life? Cause you can say, Oh yeah, but I've got this, you know, this storyline from my past and it's so real and it's so true. Right? So what I want you to look at, and this is what I really had to look at is when you say the sentence, I can't because you want to look at everything that comes after because they're your reasons and your justifications and your excuses. So let me give you an example for me. You know, there was this whole storyline of like, I can't thrive in my business. So I want you to look at what is it that you want? Like you want to be in a relationship, you want to make more money, you want to travel, you want like whatever you want. For me, it was like, I can't thrive in my business because I'm not in a relationship. And I don't have the support of a partner because I'm living in a home environment that doesn't really support my work in the world because I don't have the financial backing of someone else Um, because, you know, it goes down to even such silly small examples like I can't record Awaken Radio episodes because there's all these renovations going on in the property next door or I can't possibly um, take my business to the next level because I can't invest in a mentor at this time who's going to take me there. Whatever, whatever it is. But I want you to look at what do you put in because. Like I want you to think about what you want and then all of the reasons, stories, and justifications that you have around why you can't have it. And then every single time you tell that story, you are giving a piece of your power to the external world. You're giving a piece of your power to the external circumstances of your life, saying, okay, external circumstances, you can rule me. You can determine what I can and can't have. You can determine how I feel. It's also when we say, yes, but. You know when someone tries to help you with something and they're like, you know what you could do is you could do this, this, and this. And you go, yeah, but da-da-da-da-da, fill in the blank. You know, again, you're not actually open to receiving a new possibility. You're in your justification of why it's too hard and why you can't do it. 
Okay. So that's, that has been my biggest realization recently that I was really allowing the stories to keep me stuck. And if I don't believe I have any options, then I'm not going to create any options. So for as long as we stay in that story, we actually prevent the universe bringing us any opportunity to create change, any opportunity to move forward. You know, I coach a lot of people, for example, on the journey of transitioning out of day jobs into their dream business. Um, That's a conversation that comes a lot. And I notice two types of people. I notice the people who are willing to do whatever it's going to take to make it happen. So when I start saying things and suggesting things that they can do, they say, okay, cool, let's do that. And then I have groups of people that say, yeah, but I can't because... Yeah, Con, I'd really love to start studying outside of my day job, but, you know, it's too hard. I don't have any time. Oh, I'd really love to maybe set up that business on the side, but, you know, it's already been done. Everyone's already doing it. What's the point in me going to do it? And so all I'm hearing is justifications, reasons, and excuses rather than, okay, cool. How do we make this happen? How do we do it? Like what we're doing with victim behavior, guys, is we're running it and we don't even know. And we're so justified in it. And we're so caught up in it that we can't see it. So there is a lot of power in putting yourself in like what I did on the weekend, a workshop, a personal development program, um, getting a mentor, getting a coach, because you can't run and hide. People will call you out on your victim behavior. You know, when people come to a coaching session with me, there's nowhere to run. I will see you. I will see what's going on for you. Just like, um, I just a funny story from this workshop on the weekend. I was sitting in the front row and Preston and Alexi were up the front running the group session and were chatting to everyone. And at one point, Preston said, um, he was talking about leadership, I think. And he's like, you know, it's like when you come to one of these group events and all you do is kind of hide out when in your heart, you know that you're a leader. And he looked down at me and he looked me dead in the eye and he held my gaze. And I was like, oh my gosh, is he talking to me? And I kind of looked away and I looked back and he was still holding my gaze and he nodded his head at me. And I was like, oh, whoa, like he can see that I'm hiding. Like he can see that there's a part of me that wants to be a leader, but I'm hiding out. So put yourself in those situations where you can't hide. Put yourself in those situations where someone's going to call you out on your bullshit. And when someone's going to help you see the victim patterns that you're running, um, really show up for that. And I really want you to journal around the areas of your life where you feel stuck or frustrated. And I want you to ask yourself the questions, where am I saying these sentences? Where am I saying I can't because dot, dot, dot. I want you to start to notice where that's playing out for you. And I also want you to look at the areas where you make a commitment or you make a decision and then you don't follow through. So say, for example, you make a commitment in yourself that you want to go to the gym or you want to eat in a certain way or you want to show up for your work in a certain way or there's something that you want to do. And say you make that decision and that commitment and then you notice yourself not following through. I want you to say, okay, what was my commitment? And I didn't do it because. And I want you to start to see the things that are stopping you. So for example, for me, I've often said to myself that I want to commit to a yoga practice each week and I want to be getting to yoga every week. 
And what I've started to do is actually watch what stops me from getting to yoga. So say I was going to go to a class and I didn't go, what was the storyline that stopped me? So for me, it's so silly. It's things like, I wanted to go to yoga, but I didn't go because I was feeling tired. I didn't go because I was feeling kind of bloated and I just didn't feel like going to a class with a bloated belly. It's so silly. I was feeling that I was, you know, premenstrual. And so I just, I thought it was best to conserve my energy and not go, you know, I didn't go to yoga because I think I actually really wanted to do cardio instead. So I was going to go for a run uh, rather than going to yoga, but then I didn't actually end up going for a run either. (laughs) So I want you to see the areas where you had made a commitment to yourself, but then you allowed a reason, justification or excuse to get in the way. And I want you to write out what are the things that have stopped you moving forward. And then I want you to start to think about how you can come back into your power here. And we come back into our power when, one, we stop listening to the stories in our mind. So we stop giving them so much airtime and we stop buying into them. Watch the storyline. Watch the mental objections. Watch the excuses. Watch the drama and don't buy into it. You've got to be able to catch it enough that you're just like, nah, call bullshit on it. Nah, I'm not listening to that. And then come back to what is your commitment? Keep coming back to what your commitment is. And maybe you want to write out what are some new commitments that you really want to make to yourself? What feel, what would feel empowering to you if you could see yourself following through on this action wise and doing it and then write out, um, write out those commitments. So you're really clear on them and be aware of all of the storylines that are going to stop you and make the conscious choice to not give them so much airtime. Now that's going to be your own personal practice and it's going to require some self-discipline, but that's really what it is. It's no longer buying into them and it's coming back to your commitment and stepping back into your power and choosing to create what it is that you want for yourself and your life um, rather than believing the storyline, the stories in your head. The, The second thing as well is I want you to look at any area of your life where you feel like you feel stuck. That's another place where we don't have power is where we feel like, as I said, like circumstances are controlling us, our bank balance, our bodies, other people, our living environment, our day job. We think all these things have the power over what we can do. Yeah. Like we do this a lot. So here I want you to come into the place of recognizing you always have options, you always have choices, and you're always choosing. So an example from my life was I haven't been very happy with my living situation, and I was feeling like such a victim here. I was like, I don't like it here, but I have to stay because you know, it's going to cost a lot of money to move, or I don't know where I'll move to, or I don't know how the move is going to unfold, or, oh, it's just going to be too much upheaval. And so I wasn't honoring my desire. I was just listing off all these reasons of why I couldn't have it. And then I was feeling really disempowered and stuck in a place that I didn't want to be. So I want you to write out in every situation where you feel really stuck, what are all my options here? 
What are my options? We want to open up the options and make you realize that you have choice. You have a lot of choices. You have a lot of options. So yeah, one option might be stay where you are. One option might be, in my example, move. One option might be to move temporarily somewhere first. One option might be to actually just get over my fear of the financial stuff and just go and make this commitment. So actually writing out what are all the different options, you might notice all the justifications in your mind of why you can't follow that option, but just open up to what all the options are. Be aware of your mind coming in and saying, yes, but you can't do that because, you know, it's going to fight with you. And then if you choose to stay where you are and not create change. So for example, if I chose to stay in this living environment, then it's a choice. I'm not a victim. I'm not a victim because I'm stuck here. I'm empowered because I've chosen to be here. There's a difference. You know, you may be feeling this in your day job. I hear this from people a lot. You know, I'm really not happy in my job, but I can't leave. But there's the justification. Yes, you can leave. Of course you can. No one's locked you in there. No one's caged you to your desk. We all have the ability to put in our resignation. (laughs) You can do that. And I, I almost just want to give you permission that if you're not happy with something, you can change it. You're not stuck there. There are plenty of other options for you, but at the, at the moment, your mind's not even letting you explore them. So say, for example, your, your place of struggle and stuckness is your day job. First of all, just own the fact that I don't have to stay here. And if I'm staying here, it's my choice. So I'm, I, I can't run a victim pattern if I've consciously chosen to be here. So write out all your options. Does it mean looking for a different job? Does it mean getting a part-time job? Does it mean making a transition into your business? What are all your options? And then consciously choose which one you want. (laughs) And then you're, you're back in the driver's seat. Then you're back empowered. Then you're the conscious creator again. And if you consciously choose to stay in your current job, then don't allow yourself to run a victim pattern around woe is me, I hate this job because you've chosen to be there. So that's where I, I recognize that today that when we, we come back to our power and we remind ourselves that everything is in our life because we've chosen to have it there, we've chosen to bring it in, we've chosen to stay in it, we've chosen to create it. If you don't like it, change it. But just be aware of the victim pattern that makes you feel like you have no power, you have no ability to create change, you have no options, and you don't even trust yourself to be able to execute on the changes that you want to make. So I hope this has been an interesting and illuminating and inspiring conversation for you. Um, I'm still processing so much of this and really just integrating everything that I learned over the weekend but it was such a cool experience for me. So I recommend that you guys check out the work of Preston Smiles and Alexi Panos. I actually today will be sending off an email to their team to hopefully be able to bring them on Awaken Radio, either um, as a couple, because sometimes they share their work together, or maybe I'll do separate interviews with each of them. But 
I really want to bring more of their work to you guys because it's been really transformational for me and I'm so grateful for the support that they provided for me over the weekend. Um, And the second thing that I just feel to say as well is I've been having a lot of discovery chats with people over the past few months, people who have booked in to have a free chat with me, to work with me, and then I'll be really honest, I've never heard from them again. Now, I will say if they just honestly don't feel to work with me and they don't feel like I'm the right coach for them, that's no issue. I really, really don't mind about that and would even, it's totally fine if someone replies to an email and says, you know what, Con, just just doesn't feel like the right thing for me. But I also just want to call some of you out and, and not just the people that I've spoken to, but anyone out there. If, if you really want to create change, then what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? And I have realized from the weekend that when we invest in these training programs, when we invest in coaching, it is the most supportive thing we can do because we can't run and hide. There's someone else there seeing our bullshit, calling us out on our drama, um, helping us step into our power. So I just really feel to say from my heart, if you really want to create change, if you really do, genuinely, book in a discovery chat with me and let's talk about my coaching program. But if you're actually not really committed to change, then don't come and chat with me, you know, because I really want to work with people who are ready. And there's no point in us having this discovery session and and you guys getting all kind of excited about the possibility, but then not being willing to invest in yourself or show up for what you really want. So kind of throwing in a bit of a hard line here. I think I'm um, being quite influenced by Preston and Alexi's energy, which they're very, very clear, you know, of the people they want to work with and and where they're going to take people. So I just really feel to say if you're ready, then then come and chat with me. If you're not, just wait until you feel like you've made the decision in yourself that you are ready. So thank you for listening, guys. Thanks for tuning in. It's been really cool chatting with you and sharing this conversation with you. Um, It's been really in the flow for me today, very unscripted and unplanned. I hope it's supported you to really just have a deeper look at where you you might be running some victim patterns and really come deeper into your power. So if you love Awaken Radio, I would love if you would subscribe on iTunes and give the show a rating out of five stars and leave us some feedback on there as well. I've been noticing you guys doing that over the past few months and I am so grateful. Thank you to any of you already who have already done that. It just means the world to me and me means that this show gets greater exposure to more people. So thank you. Thank you for tuning in as well to today's episode. I love you all very much and I'll talk to you guys next time on Awaken Radio. Lots of love. Bye.